to The Back of the Net, football podcast by football fans for football fans. Episode 3 of the podcast Back of the Net. Rob, how are we doing? Hanging in there. Just about hanging in there? Hanging in there. Okay. <laughs> Stressful and all that. It is. Um, okay, before we uh, get into the nitty-gritty of week um, week three of the Premier League that we just had, or whatever it was, yeah, week two, was it? Going uh, into week three? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was week two. Uh, you wanted to have a little chat about the shit show that is Barcelona at the minute? I did. It's it's really interesting. Like They're such a popular club, multinational club, and uh, obviously have the greatest player of all time in Lionel Messi. And um, it's just really interesting what's going on. Mm. You know, Suarez going to let go Madrid. Five and a half million. Well, first of all, he was going there for free and then they pulled out of it because someone realised, hang on, Atletico Madrid playing the same league as us. <laughs> <laughs> and they try to pull out with a deal. It's, like, it's crazy what's going on there. It, it seems a bit strange, doesn't it? Like one of the biggest football clubs in the world and it just seems to be run by complete amateurs. It seems to be running to the ground. Which is mm. sad in a way. Uh, I mean, it's it's I suppose funny to look at, but I suppose Barcelona's success is always looked upon as comparably to Real Madrid's success. So, like, they're the two clubs that you look at in Spain, and they say, "Oh, if one is doing well, the other one's not doing well." Yeah, but um, they're not using their youth uh, club anymore. Uh, Messiah or whatever it's called, Messiah or Messiah. Yeah. Um, instead, they're buying players like Coutinho and Dembele. Out. <laughs> yeah, well, for Liverpool, it's working out. Like, um, Coutinho and Dembele, like they spent the guts of three hundred million on the two of them. Yeah, yeah, and they and they really are. And like we talked about before, with the presidential elections coming up for Barcelona, uh, they have to write off the debt before another uh, president can come in. Oh, and then, the, and then they just they sold Vidal for one million. I mean, Suarez went for 5.5. Suarez went for... I know he's old. I know he's, like, not as good as he was. Yeah. There, I think I can probably see some of the logic to it that they're trying to get these wages off their books. But Absolutely, yeah. I, I really, really think they should have just let Messi go. Because he's on something ridiculous. Like he's on something like 800,000 a week. I think Messi runs that club. Yeah. And the next manager, like you said uh, beforehand about Xavi uh, Hernandez coming in, Koeman's just like a stopgap in between mm. everything. He's basically like a doorstop. Yeah, well, you don't, you can't go from managing Everton to managing Barcelona. Well, apparently you can. <laughs> it's usually it's usually the other way around. You, you manage the big clubs and end up in Everton. Bypass some windmills and some Dutch courage and you're on the way to Barcelona. It's a bit crazy, but uh, no, yeah. the... the What's going on? The way they're they're not acting like Barcelona, you know. They're they're they're. It's just a fire sale right now. Like yeah. like as I said, Vidal went for a million. Uh, Suarez has gone for five point five. De Sol Semedo as well to Watford. It's 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 a straight anyway. It's I, just I, a, I see uh, Man United trying to get that uh, Dembele fella, aren't they, for on loan? Yeah, and the, and I even yeah, they have like ten or eleven players on loan right now as well. So. <laughs> I don't know, it's crazy. 
What's going on there? I don't know. It's a strange one, all right, for sure. One of the, like, you know, 10 years ago, like Barcelona was just kind of the leading light in football, wasn't it? It was just, you know, it seemed like it was the epitome of a, a properly run club, but, but it just seems to be an absolute shit show now, to be honest with you. I think it also highlights the fact that, like, Messi won. Messi, like, Xavi and... Um, Messi and Xavi, basically, and Pique and, and, and Poyle won those European championships um, for and those leagues for Pep Guardiola because he yeah. hasn't done, he hasn't done anything since then. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if Messi coming to the Premier League is the right thing to do because like marketing wise, yeah, yes. marketing, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But like, I believe he's the greatest player that the world has ever seen, and like Cristiano Ronaldo, I believe is a very close second. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see him. Be destroyed in the Premier League. Oh, would you not like to see him go for a header with Troy Deeney? I'd love to see him get smashed and get absolutely smashed. And the referee just goes, play, he just puts his hands forward and go play on. Yeah, I'd love to see him go for a header with Virgil van Dijk and he splays him on the floor. Like, yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It ain't, ain't going to happen, is it? No, it isn't. It isn't. He's going to be the president, he's going to end his career there. He'll go on to be the, the president and well, the manager and the president. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It, it's strange when he seems to just have kind of exited on a on bad terms. You know, saying that he'll probably go and score score seventy goals this year or something. I don't know if he will. The way things are going, yeah, I really don't. I think this could be like the. I think you're right. At the very start, I think you're right. I don't think Cumin will last, and I think like Xavi Hernandez will come in, and that will be the. The downfall of Barcelona. No, I think to be the ignition of Barcelona. I think, I think they'll ignite and they'll start doing well, start performing. Yeah, well, Javi might come in and he might start using the players that have been coached in the Barcelona way. Exactly. It might. Yeah. It, it might be an immediate return to power, but you know, I mean, five, six years down the road, maybe. Yeah, but they need to sort out their finances because they're massively in debt and they're not getting any crowds in. Yeah. But like I remember, that was a good few years ago that Real Madrid were massively in debt. They were like over a billion euros in debt, and they sold their training ground, and then all their debt magically disappeared, and then they got their training ground back. Interesting. Was was it underneath the training ground? Was it like some sort of manufacturing factory that just had like a, a like a like a selling product to Colombia? Or <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a strange one. Like, uh, I'd say whatever about Manchester City's financial fair play, I'd say if, if people really looked into the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid, they'd see some strange, strange stuff, I tell you. Uh, I think you're right, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, um, will we go on to the week two of the Premier League? Our score predictions, how did we do? The How Right I Was podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the way I look at it is I got um, I'd say no more than what uh, what your blind prediction would get you know yeah. probably about 50-50 so still better than um, your man what's his name Charlie from Sky Sports I've no idea what that reference is Charlie you know, from Sky Sports the Arsenal fella what's his name Charlie fucking Charlie Nicholas that's the fella, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he wouldn't predict his way out of a wet paper bag, that lad. No, he absolutely wouldn't. He's absolutely awful. He's a terrible pundit. <laughs> anyway, look, first game up was uh, that we had in our list was Everton and West Brom. 
Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everything were, they were okay, weren't they? But they were really helped by the 10 men of West Brom. That just, I think they're being, okay, I'm not going to say they're being overhyped because they actually are playing well mm. and they're managed by a world-class manager. So, fair yeah. play. You've beaten West Brom. Well done. Everyone will beat West Brom this year. Well, well done on beating West Brom. Yeah. Just, they, they haven't been really tested yet. So no. I, like, I will say one thing is that like Calvert-Lewin is getting chances and he's scoring goals. Yeah, and I was just, I have that down here in my notes. I just said he is starting to look a world-class player now. Yeah, I wouldn't go world class, but he is definitely better than he was in the last two seasons. Yeah, and that's not surprising considering Ancelotti came into the club. So I, I seen an interview with Ancelotti there, and he said that uh, he talked with Calvert Lewin, and he said all the great great strikers scored with one touch. Yeah, and then he said like, Calvert Lewin has got what three, four goals this year, and he has only four or five touches. You know, well that's fair, that's fair enough, but uh, Ancelotti did manage in Zaghi. And he spent yeah. half the day offside in a, in a world with a var. So it was, you know. Uh, but no, no. Like, Everton will be like, there'll be a team this year. They will. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think they'll be better, certainly better than last year. I mean, they couldn't get any fucking worse, really, could they? No, and they'll be above the Everton Cup. They'll be above seventh. So well done to beat West Brom. Well done, <laughs> well done Everton fans. Oh, little tap on the head. <laughs> Oh yes. Anyway, look, they won. They're mm-hmm. up there with at the top of the table. Let's see yep. how long that lasts. Um, Man United Palace. Wow. No. You call this one in fairness. Who could have predicted that? Well, you did. <laughs> well, it was a it was a bore fest because Palace did sit back, but Man United just couldn't do any. I mean, Fernandez was inept. Yeah. And Pogba the whole team was inept. Pogba didn't put a performance in. I uh, like. I always thought like if Pogba performs, if he performs, if he performs. But guess what? He's not performing. No. Um, but I, I. To be fair, when you think about it, um, Alex Ferguson, I think, was a great judge of a player. And if he shipped him out. Yep. You know. Yeah, and he did, I, and uh, and he and guess what? He Pogba performed next to Andrew Pirlo. Yeah. One of the best so, midfielders ever. Straight, it's like uh, Fernando Torres performing when he had Gerard behind. Gerard, him. exactly, yeah. And then all of a sudden he had, I don't know, Danny Drinkwater behind him. But, Frank, I am a tosser Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show you, like it, like it's 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 a strange. It's, this season is going to be weird. It's going to be a strange, weird season it when really Palace is. are go away from home and are the attacking side that win three one and. Zaha scores two goals against United that he's never scored against before. It's a, it's going to be a strange season. Yeah, and ho- hopefully it's a, it's strange enough that United you know get relegated. <laughs> well, it, it shows that like with all the teams that want to play this high line, and Liverpool have yeah. been like promoting this high line for years and trained their players for years for this. Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof cannot play a high line. He turns like a fucking tank. He really does. He needs like six miles to do a turn. Exactly, yeah. No, he's a, he's great at heading the ball, but when it comes to turning... <laughs> With a head that size, yeah, miss. <laughs> <laughs> but he just, he cannot, he cannot turn. So, like, if yeah. they're going to play, like, a, a high line like that, they're going to... And they're also going to need, like, midfielders that can come back. And Pogba has no interest in no. even looking at the defenders. Um, I seen there Gary Neville was just calling on United and said, like, just, just 
um, put a line under this Sancho deal, go get your next target. Yeah. You know, he said, it's ridiculous now. And I don't know, United are just, um, they're a shadow of what of what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Solskjaer is in any way, shape or form going to take them forward. Oh, absolutely um, not. He, he's, he's another one that's going to be, but he'll be ushered out nicely. He might get a co-management job like Julia did with Roy Evans. De Gea, I think, needs to go. He just he just looks uninterested. I I don't know. Uh, he he does, but he also has Henderson. It's it's strange that Henderson isn't anywhere near coming near that team. You know, it's it's a uh, considering the. I mean, he proved himself in the Premiership in a team that didn't have the best team in the world, but he played magnificently. He had a great I, like. Uh, I still think I still think Sheffield uh, United had a better defense than United do. Right now, I think they do. Yeah, but even la- even last year, I just I just think they lacked an attack. United had a bit more a better attack, but there United wasn't a whole, a, there wasn't a big gap between them last year either. United have a magnificent attack, but they still got beaten at home three one by Crystal Palace. So that would tell you that maybe it's not about the players; it's about the tactics. Um, and there's like they spent Harry Maguire's most expensive defender. It's the same with Chelsea spending like the the most expensive the, the most expensive goalkeeper, and yeah, I would just bought. Many. We'll get we'll have a good laugh at him in a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> but I, I was right. That's the thing. I was yeah. Right. In fairness, yeah, I can't say you didn't call it. You called yeah. that one right on the money. You said Palace would lock up shop, but who knew? Huh? Why is my fantasy football team doing so shite then? <laughs> <laughs> um. Next one was Southampton and Spurs. Well, 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 this was a game. Yep. So the only thing that annoyed me about that game was the fact that I had Son in my fantasy football team as a captain and took him out and swapped him for Willian. So <laughs> I, I may have predicted the win for Spurs, but uh, it just goes to show that I, I'm not um, consistent when it comes <laughs> to my football team. Fucking shy. I was, shy was so pissed off. <laughs> oh, oh but Fielder, captains, four goals, never happens. Never happens. Never. never. Yeah. But not only that, like imagine if you had Kane in it as well and he had like four assists. I know, and now now, now it's a it's a trifecta of the uh the Kane Bale son. You know, so we, we'll see how that goes. It's gonna be interesting. like I said, Spurs are the, are a team that are really interested me this year. Um yeah. Mourinho second year? Yeah, second year, yeah. Yeah, no, you only came in halfway through last year, wasn't it? Oh right! This is actually—he's not even completed his whole first year. Wow. Was, okay. He's just it, been so. Was, was no, it, or did he come in before? Was it? Did he have a full season last year? I can't remember. <laughs> this is coronavirus dates are all over the place. No one knows. No, it what was. No, is. no, it was not because uh, that 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 um, that uh, documentary had the coronavirus in it, and that was his first season. So that's, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. But um, um, they, they are definitely a team that interests me, and just getting bail and seeing how he turns out—it's going to be a really cool season. So. Yeah, it really will. Uh, on the other side of things, though, I, I actually had Southampton to win this one. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, Ings is just playing well, though. I mean, how that man is not getting more England calling. Yeah, it's a strange one with England. Southgate has his... So I'm not going to get talking about England, but like the, he has his favourites. And Ings has proven himself. He's playing at a side that are last year nearly got relegated. Um, he was up there 20 goals a season. Uh, he's definitely he's gonna go. He's gonna like I can see him going to a Leicester or even higher up. Um, mm. because he's wasted it, even though he's scoring goals at Southampton. I mean, he's really a player that should be playing in the top six, 
It really is. Like I, yeah. I, I, I would have loved to have seen it work out for him at Liverpool. I just don't think the mm. system Liverpool plays suit him. But I think he's more than capable of playing up there, like a, a lesser team, like an Arsenal or something. Absolutely, yeah. I think he and it's a shame the system didn't suit him because he definitely ha- he's he's showing that he can score goals, all Absolutely. sorts of goals. And, and, and Jurgen Klopp wouldn't have had him unless he saw something in him. Yeah, you know, um, just two years of injuries, like just didn't yeah, wasn't just, able to settle in. And didn't didn't he like have a cruciate and then? Come back and had another cruciate. Yeah, away. yeah, he was in. He just had like terrible luck. I think he had one game, um, yeah. and then after that he was just out and he just was. What? But now he's recovered and he's playing well. He's consistent. He's scoring goals for a less than average team. Yeah. Yeah, but Spurs on like they they were on it. Um, Jose definitely seems to have them buzzing. He's just he seems to have cut his cord with Deli Ali now. And yeah, where's he going? What's happened there? I said, oh, I seen something there about going to PSG, but I don't think that'll happen. Wow. Um, I, I wouldn't say anyone will, will buy him now. He just seems to have a bit of a temperament or something. I don't know. I don't know the chap. So during the but, um, during the Amazon documentary, Jose called him out in a in a team meeting with all the players. He called him out and with the Amazon cameras there and saying, "You're a shit trainer." Yeah. Um. So that, that won't suit Jose. Absolutely not. So I would be surprised if if he goes to if he goes bye bye even on loan somewhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you sent me a text message today saying he was going to Liverpool. I was like, nah, it's never going <laughs> yeah, to happen. I, did. I was like, I was bored. Ali's Liverpool, Gomez, Spurs, whatever. Let's go stir the pot. <laughs> anyway, so Spurs won that one five two. It was a good mm-hmm. result. The next one I had on our list here was Villa and Sheffield United. Now, literally, my notes for this game were Villa one, Sheffield United nil. Um, it was sh- <laughs> it was shocking and. We weren't surprised because we called it, and you called it with Sheffield United. They're in some serious fucking trouble. They're in trouble this year. They yeah. really are. Yeah. Um, Villas, like again, spent. I don't know where they're getting the money from. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling that the Peaky Blinders are running them from behind the scenes. Um, but uh, yeah, they're the 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 one. It's it. It was a shite game. Shocking. There's nothing to come out about. No highlights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was terrible. I, but I yeah, you're had... right. I took notes. I took notes on all the games there. I even watched right. the highlights and everything, and I just, I just, I just had took no notes of that. It was just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just walk up in a face full of cereal. Yeah. Uh, so Villa won one nil. Whoop de do. Whoop de do. Now next game was uh, Leeds and Fulham. Well, uh, Leeds are going to be interesting this year. They're going to be fun. They're going to be fun, aren't they? Another yeah. four three um, against Fulham. You're conceding three goals against Fulham. Yeah, I, it's going to be an interesting season. Um, they've got that midfielder like in the middle, Glick or Click. Um, yeah, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but um, ends in Ick. But but uh, he looks like a he looks like a player, and the system they're playing is really interesting. It's just it's great to have them back in the league. I will say that it's a shame yeah. that there's no fans allowed in stadiums, or it's not like the normal football yeah, season. It, uh, Ellen Road would be rocking. Oh yeah, like you've seen Liverpool, even United, Ellen Road. That rivalry, the hatred they have there. Um, but it's a shame they don't have that. But it'd be interesting to see Leeds and Tottenham are the two teams I think that that are pretty interesting to see this year. Mm. Um, just if you're conceding three goals, if you're conceding four goals away to Liverpool but scoring three, 
and yeah. then scoring four goals at home but conceding three to Fulham. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I make of this. <laughs> it's going it's going to be a fucking roller coaster ride for Leeds they, fans. They, you know, I don't I don't doubt them going forward. We've seen it against Liverpool. They were yeah. good going forward, but I think that defence might cost them. They might just be down the bottom of the table. I think they'll be okay. But yeah. I think um, I just, I just uh, yeah, I, I don't I think, want to see Leeds go down. No, I'd love them to stay in it, and I, I'd love them to see them next year when, because I, I don't think fans are going to be allowed back into the stadium at full capacity for the whole season. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Yeah, but the way it's going. Yeah, so I would be, I would be, I would love to see them in a full stadium like in 2021, 22 yeah. season, um, and fan. see those games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just had another note down here, and it just, uh, it just has at the end of it, Fulham are fucked. Golf. <laughs> they're the one. They're the one team that gets promoted. When they get promoted, they're so deflated. Yeah. We're just going to get spanked every day. Oh my but, god! We got promoted. <laughs> oh bollocks! Oh lovely little cash windfall when we when we get relegated. Um, yeah. It's a, it's kind of sad that the Premiership is that um, uncompetitive when it comes to those sort of teams that like West Brom, Fulham come up and they're just going to be. Well, it's just true of of all the major. Leagues throughout Europe. Yeah, well, occasionally, occasionally you get a team that comes up and and stays up, like when Burnley came up. Yeah, no one expected them to stay up, and the man Sean Dice Dice did a great job with them. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, he's done a great. Uh, he's probably mm. under undervalued and un- underestimated in in his role. Um, yeah, I don't think he could be at a big club. A, a big club, though. I don't think he has that kind of personality. I think he has kind of the personality to get the most out of lesser players, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, you're right. He does. He, I you can't know? see him. Can't see him taking over from Michael Arteta. Um, <laughs> sort no. of a thing. So. But but I do yeah. I do like his interviews and all that because he's kind of he's a bit spiky and fun. He know? is. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Leeds one. Yeah, yeah. I kind of enjoyed that to be honest. Um, Arsenal versus West Ham. Now I have a note down here. Arsenal only won because West Ham are inept. West Ham, that's another team. Darren, watch them change managers three times this year, and Man, they the three managers off. they're going to have, the three managers they're going to have are David Moyes, sacked. Sam yeah. Allardyce, Sam Allardyce comes in, he gets sacked, and then David Moyes comes back. Yeah, I, I, I think, it's, I think Moyes would be the first manager of the season gone. Oh my, they were fucking awful. Yeah. Well, um, actually, believe it or not, now I, I watched. Um, I only watched the highlights of this game, but I don't think they played too badly. They were just hopeless in front of goal. They had yeah. opportunities, there's, but they were just hopeless in front of goal. In the last two years, they spent so much money. They have that stadium. That it's it, this is the whole thing about about crowds coming in. What teams perform better without crowds? Arsenal undoubtedly perform better without crowd on their back because even from watching Arsenal fans TV. Even if a player hiccups or sneezes, yeah. they're on like, fucking sell him, fucking sell him, sneezing can't fucking sell him. Sell him, blood, sell him, blood. Yeah, so it's, I, I feel like Arsenal are like doing better without the crowds there. There's less pressure yeah, on yeah. them and stuff. West Ham, I don't, you could have a crowd there, not a crowd there. They're in, they're in serious trouble. I know we did our yeah. bottom three. I didn't have them in there, but. No, but as the season fuck. goes on, I mean, it'll obviously evolve, but no, I agree with you. They're in trouble. They need something quickly. And it's hard. To, it's like Arsenal are a team this year. Um, the only thing, like I said beforehand, I think did they get Europa League last year? Yes. So that's the only thing that I would say would go or, against them. Or did they? No, Spurs got it, didn't they? Spurs got Europa League. Spurs got it. Uh, yes, I think I can see Arteta being very cup um, focused. I can see them focusing on just getting cups, getting uh, FA Cup, 
Yeah, exactly. And oh, the way Spurs, it's going to be that top four battle. The way yeah. United played against Crystal Palace, the way Spurs came back against Southampton, the way Arsenal have started the season, that's going to be a tight. I think. Kind of I think. Um, for... I think um, Spurs might be in the top four this year. Really? Yeah, and just going on the performance uh, against Liverpool, I think Chelsea might be the ones to give way despite spending so much money because they just seem to have bought, um, while undoubtedly good players in the Bundesliga mm. and all that, they just seem to have bought it. They're very young. Yeah, they are, but they're also really good. Yeah. Zayek, Havertz, um, they still have some players to come back in, um, Silva and Chilwell. I'd be interested. I don't think it's going to have a lot to do with the players playing. I think it's going to have a lot to do with Frank Lampard and his tactics and how he how he kind of puts the team out because they undoubtedly have class. They're, they're mid from midfield to to their forward line is like to, it's top. Yeah, it's good. Their yeah. their goalkeeper is shocking and shocking. Well, they have Mendy in now, so I don't know how. Brought, I don't. I don't know much about him. I don't know uh, how good he is. I don't know anyway, who look, he is look, either, but look, whatever. We're wondering, we're talking about Arsenal and West Ham. We'll talk about Chelsea in a few minutes. Yeah, go on. Uh, Newcastle, Brighton. Oh, God. <laughs> After all our top six talk. I know. And, they uh, were hopeless. I will say another thing. Uh, the guy, Mope, who scored two goals, had a memory fantasy team, took him out. Uh, replaced him with Rodriguez um, from Everton. So yeah. pissed off about that too. Um, <laughs> second guessing myself every time consistent show up one day don't show up the next day yeah. they look like they don't give a shit sometimes when they play football um, but Brighton oh wow Brighton like even it's, not, it's nice to see Aaron Connolly get on the score sheet for an Irish um, a player playing for Brighton now I don't know much about Brighton but mm. Lampy yes yes wow this guy yeah. looks like yeah, absolutely. Today, today was my first time even to see him, or not today, when I was watching it at the weekend. And I was just like, I like this guy. Yep. Aaron Lamptey, uh, yeah. up, up and down the wing. He was he was fantastic. Brighton were great. Um, I really hope they stay um, they stay up in the, in, in the in the Premiership because they're not a team that spends like tens of millions or has the money to spend yeah. tens of millions. Um, so I would, I would love to see them up. Uh, Newcastle, I... I could I, th- I, 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 oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's hard to like them right now. They've Steve Bruce as a manager and Mike Ashley as a fucking um, owner. Um, and I, I thought at the start of the year, oh, there might be a team. The fuck <laughs> do I know anything? <laughs> <laughs> but to be oh, fair, like, yeah, that game, it could have been 5 0. It really could have. Yeah. So poor. Yeah, there were, and it's going to be. I think it's probably going to be like that for the rest of the season for them. It's going to be putting the performance one week, and then the next week they're losing to Carlisle in the cup. Yeah, hitting. Um, yeah, they're going to be very hit and miss, and they're they're strike for, like Andy Carroll, Joe Linton up front. Joe Linton has scored more more goals, and he's been there nearly two years. He scored more goals for Newcastle against um, EFL teams than he has in the Premiership. He scored three in the EFL and two in the Premiership. So, look, that's Newcastle's problem. Yeah, no score goals. They brought in all these players, and none of them were scoring goals. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, really is. I think Newcastle could struggle. I really yeah, do. I'm gonna have to re- review what I uh, what I first thought about them. But I yeah. suppose I should give it 
give it three months and see how yeah, we We'll give it like a, a quarter of a season. We'll have to. Yeah. Let's see how absolutely wrong we were. Uh, the next game was uh, Leicester and Burnley. Now, I thought Burnley started pretty well in this. Your man Chris Wood is some fucking mountain of a man. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, he gave Leicester all kinds of trouble. But, you know, Leicester were just better at the end of it. You know, they just... They were just better. Technically, they, they, they took their chances. And they've got some really... It's such a Brendan Rodgers side. Yeah. They've got all these little flighty, floaty, little lightweight, little midfielders uh, running the lines and stuff like that. And then up jumps Chris Wood <laughs> and Ashley Barnes up front for Burnley. Oh, man. Um, so it's a two different, uh, com- completely different sides playing against each other. But I, I, don't, I still don't know what to make of Leicester. Mm. Um Rodgers will hype hype it up, like play it down, but hype it up at the same time because he's such a fucking bullshitter. Um, but uh, it's it's just one of those like Leicester will always they'll be favoured to win it, and uh, and they did, and and they, yeah. they, they honestly do have like there's a guy in midfield called Indeedy, mm. um, who really looks a proper player. He does, um, doesn't he? he? He's in the mould of nearly he's he's nearly took over from Angola Kante when he left. Mm. Um, so they've unearthed a really, really good player there, and then at the back, at the back they're a little bit shaky. But what Roger said at the back wasn't shaky. Um, Vardy up front, obviously, and then you have Madison behind. So they've got a decent team. I can't see them getting into top four right like that. Like anything, anything above six would be great for them. Yeah, I, I think I, I, yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. You know, I don't think. Um... I don't think they'll break the top four for sure. No. But I, I did see a statistic there, and it was over the last five seasons, Burnley have spent 30 million. Wow. That's wow. crazy. For a premiership team that's that's been in the league. Well, considering um, Liverpool just spent 45 on Jota. Yeah. Well, like, you can't really compare Liverpool and Burnley. No, but you can't, a, but I'm just saying, you know, that's... They they've spent thirty million over five seasons or something like that, or, or I mean, it could be it could be forty. I can't remember, but I mean, it, um, it's a testament to to Sean Dyche and the, and the, and the job he's done there. The fact that they've only spent thirty million, yeah, and he's he's kept them as a a, a consistent figure in the Premier League. Was it and, and it's for six seasons or something now? Yeah, and it's not as if they've been. I know they struggled a bit last year, but they got together and they put in the performances, and they, and they weren't at the end of the day playing the last game of the season for, for survival. So yeah. he's done a fucking amazing... He's actually done an amazing job. He really has, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He has, really has done a good job. He deserves a lot of, lot of plaudits for it. Absolutely. He really does. Um, next one was um, Man City and Wolves. I didn't actually see anything of this. Oh, my God. It was 3-1, I know that. It was such a good game. Was it? I didn't see oh, it. Oh, yeah. Man City were Jekyll and Hyde. First half, they completely ran over Wolves. Um, second half, they fell apart. And that's when Wolves came into it. Raul Jimenez was amazing. Um, De Bruyne ran the show in midfield in the first half. But it's that like drop-off. It's a, it's a weird thing with City. As soon as they concede a goal, they flatten. Yeah. They, get def- they get deflated. And it's, not, it's almost like a child with a football, playing a football match, and it's their football. And they say, well, you scored a goal against me. I'm going to take the football and go home. <laughs> it's that sort of attitude. And although they won 3-1, I think it was a, an extremely... Um, yeah, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it favoured them an awful lot because they didn't deserve a 3-1 at all. It wasn't a 3-1 game. No. Wolves were in the second half were right in it. They were, re, they were playing so well. Yeah. Uh, and, and 
Man City just like didn't capitulate or anything like that, but it just it was a, it was a, like I said, Jekyll and Hyde. It was yeah, first half amazing, second half shite. Yeah, I, I, so, I I'm fairly certain Wolves will be will do well this year. I hope they do. Yeah. Considering what is it their second season in the, in the league? <coughs> is there what? It's their second season, isn't it? In the, in the I think league. It's, oh god, I don't know, That's embarrassing. I think it's their second or third. Yeah. Yeah, second or third. So you know, I didn't see it, so I'll take your word for it. Okay, no, I watched it. It was a really good game. Is it? Right. Yeah. Um, right, and here's the one we all wanted, Rob. Chelsea, Liverpool, Shamon. Shamon, I predicted a red card. Yeah. Yes, but you also <laughs> predicted a draw. <laughs> yeah, I predicted a two-all draw. I just, yeah. Well, you know what? If if Jorginho didn't do that stupid run-up for the penalty, oh, uh, maybe it could have. Um, what can I say about Liverpool? Liverpool had that game won even when they had 11 v 11. Liverpool just, when when the 10 men went down, Liverpool just took the foot off the, break, off the gas. They just cruised home. Yeah, and that's that's the mark of like just a championship Premier, like winning side where you know, score the two goals, just run over them, and then when they brought in Thiago, which I would just love to see, oh, he was like spraying balls everywhere, just like he was spraying them everywhere, just yeah, unreal. So, but I, I wasn't surprised because I wasn't surprised that Lampard was trying to play like a really high line with Chelsea, and yeah. in that game, he played so defensively. Mm. I feel like he's like conflicted with tactics that he. He, he wants to be seen as a very progressive manager that knows about tactics and formations um, now, but he does not have the, the back line to play that. No, Thiago Silva sure. can, yeah, Thiago Silva cannot play high up the field. Like Zuma cannot play high up the field. They're, they're not Gomez and they're not Van Dijk. No, but one thing Thiago will do is give them an organisation and a solidity True. at the back. You know, I yeah. mean, he can't look. He can't make their defence worse. No, he definitely can't make their defence. Yeah. Uh, well, it'd be interesting to see how he does, but because he played with PSG for the last few years, and they weren't exactly uh, under, under pressure at the under pre- Yeah, exactly. So it'd be interesting to see how he does. And still, again, with their keeper, and we know, you know being Liverpool supporters, that you don't win leagues and championships with shit keepers. And, and uh, they have a shit keeper. Kepa is poor. He is poor. How how anyone convinced Chelsea to pay eighty million for him is beyond me. Oh, uh, uh, have you seen Atletico Bilbao's where he came from? Have you seen their website? No. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just no. I'm not saying it is officially hilarious. I'm just saying, imagining that it's just like party streamers and just like emojis of smiley faces. <laughs> they creamed like oh, close man. to seventy odd million. How how did anyone ever think? How did Chelsea ever think? The, the, the scout who recommended oh, that keeper. Shot. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say one thing. I haven't heard of him still, so we'll see what happens. Like Roman, yeah. <laughs> did you put did um, you put something in the tea? But like, oh my God, like I don't know if he's just poor or it's a confidence thing. But either way, I think his days at Chelsea are done because they they bought this Mendy fella. I I don't know anything about him, but I don't think he could be worse. Who's gonna buy him? Who's gonna buy Kepa? Yeah, that'd be my question. What what club out there, and especially now, Bournemouth. Re- <laughs> yeah, well, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Like, Bournemouth will do something like that. Uh, but like, what club out there now are going to spunk that much money? Um, I think he'd probably just stay and, and see out his um, his contract. I don't think he has a choice. No, he probably doesn't. I don't like. He's probably like 
they signed him for 80 million so he's probably on 200 grand a week yeah so you know who what what club are going to pay that for that right that that, that that'd be like that'd be like man city buying loris carius after the champions league final oh jesus christ wouldn't you just love it but at least we only spent 5 million on loris carius at we did. worst at worst he's going to be a half decent backup yeah well back up to who to Queen Keller. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Don't let him anywhere near that fucking first thing. Again, this is a Liverpool podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Christensen sending off. At best was a red card, at worst was a song. Did you hear Frank Lampard's uh, post match commentary on it? Jesus Christ. No, what did he say? Oh, what did he say? He's oh, just... Hold on, hold on. Am I going? It's going to say this. It wasn't a clear and obvious sending off. Something like that, yeah. He's just like, oh, I don't know about it. I mean, he argued, put it this way, he argued yeah. the sending off. How could you argue that? Jesus Christ, a blind man watching it in Braille would know. But that's, that's Lampard. Like, Lampard's, Lampard can't take any sort of form of criticism. As soon as someone throws a, a, a slide at him or disagrees with him, he takes it like, he's so sensitive, he takes it as, as, a, as a dig against himself. Yeah. Um, but like so, that, that was there. There was a couple of sending offs um, at the Premier League last weekend, and by far and away, that was the easiest decision any referee had to make. Well, the funny thing about it is that it was an easy decision for everyone to see, but the referee didn't make that decision initially. He gave a yellow card. Yeah. Which, which, for, which I was looking at, and I was like, if you're going to give a yellow card, he's one on one with the keeper right now. Yeah. How's if it, you've seen it as a foul? How have you given a yellow card? I, I, and you know, he went. It was. Keepers are or not keepers, referees and linesmen are just completely second guessing themselves now. It's it's a uh... see. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. It. Um, I don't know why they're not implementing it like to do in rugby. Like you and you and I are both rugby fans, mm. and how how video technology has been integrated into rugby. The video referee, like the video referee, I'll tell you what the problem is uh, with the football referee is the VAR are giving it back to the referee to make a decision. They're not saying, look, John, I think that's a penalty. Uh, mm-hmm. You know you know what I mean? In my opinion. And then the referee on the field makes the final decision. Now, nine times out of ten, the referee will abide by the video referee. Yeah. But the VAR just seemed to be getting it wrong. I mean, I can see it, and I'm not even, it's not even my job when things are wrong. And they're just making the wrong call. It's ridiculous now at this stage. They're... I think the rugby referees have been doing it for so long that there, there's communication, there's a relationship between the TMO and the referee. I don't think there's the same relationship between in, in football between the referee and the VAR referee. No. Um, that if you say, like Nigel Owens goes to TMO and the TMO says, uh, forward pass uh, in the build-up to this play, and then Nigel Owens goes, forward pass, blows it up, and then reverses the decision, and no one questions it because it's a forward pass. Whilst... Exactly. In this, I feel like referees have had this, um, they've, they've had the stature of not being uncompromising. My decision is final. Yeah. And and now they have to go to someone else to tell them, oh shit, you've made the wrong decision, so you're going to have to go back on it. Yeah. And that's that's why I think they have that conflict, and that's why it's not going to be it's not going to be like the rugby style. And they're taking just as long to determine yeah. goals and sendings off. So that, this that... whole thing of stopping the play, oh, it's going to be like rugby. It is now. Yeah, that, that that that's an interesting point, though, Rob, that you kind of bring up there is that the on-field refs are just kind of they're afraid to go back on themselves. 
uh, you know, and you know, call a decision that they may have called wrong initially. Yeah, you know what I mean. And when you think about it, it's a very good point actually, because a rugby official would wholeheartedly embrace the the VAR uh-huh. referee going, okay, I missed that because they understand they can't see everything. Yeah, you That's, know. But I, I'll tell you bit... what might also help. I don't know if this is a strange one or not, but having a second referee, two, one in each half. I I don't I don't disagree with that. Like, uh, if if you're going to have VAR, I mean, if the game is going to flow so quickly and the referee can't you know catch up a player or whatever, or whatever, then I don't think that's in like a massive out of kind of out of the park weird sort of a, a statement to make mm. or a suggestion to make. Um, when VAR came in, there were so many people against it. Oh, you're going to slow down football, blah blah blah. Yeah, and guess what? Football is still football. It still <laughs> happens. And I, I, yeah, I, I don't have it. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm sure if we get into it further down the line, if something happens, then you can talk about it and, and, and debate it and stuff. But in, in these times that we're in, why not? Like, I mean, try it out and see what happens. I think, yeah. I think what football is missing at the minute with the video assistant referee is making a spectacle of it. You know, in a rugby match, when there's a decision and they play it on the big screens and everyone's kind of, oh, that is in, or oh, yeah, that's not in, you know, make a spectacle of it, make dude, it part of the game. It's it's such a weird thing with rugby and, and football where in rugby they trust the crowd not to lose their shit if they replay something on the big screen. Yeah. So, like when Paul O'Connell was fucking elbowing uh, the B Ritz for, I can't remember his name, Canadian guy. Oh, not that you see here. Yeah. <laughs> And like it's not as if like the, the all the beer it's or or Toulouse play uh, uh, fans and the Munster fans just start brawling with each other, oh whatever. They're not going to do that in football either. Like just show the fucking stuff on on the on the big screen. They're treating the they're treating the fans like kids. So they are. It's ridiculous. I'm not that there's any fans, but yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just going back to the the Liverpool game there, Fabinho. Um. In a word, masterclass. Yeah, oh, that there you go, masterclass. Yep, that guy, that guy. That's yeah. enough. That's all we gotta say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Playing, playing at centre back, out of position, and absolutely had fucking Werner. Yeah. In his pocket. If you're if you're not Kenny Cunningham, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then. Um, the Chelsea penalty. Oh my God! Like Allison didn't have to do anything. That was the worst taken penalty I've ever seen. I will go back. It, it was that's the way he takes penalties. But I'll go back to the actual penalty itself. And Thiago, a little bit of a lazy prick <laughs> with, with that little. I mean, and he had a smile on his face. I like your cockiness to think that they can score a goal, we can still win, or you can score whatever. Uh, yeah, but that run up. I remember looking at it thinking, and I know he takes penalties like that, but that's that has to ruin your rhythm. John Aldridge used to do the stutter step, yeah, and it, it worked for him. He's jumping in the fucking air. Yeah, he can only put like it's. I I I don't understand, but I'm glad for Allison. Allison said that after the um, Community Shield against Arsenal, uh, his confidence was a little bit rocked uh, because of his inability to save any penalties. Um, so he said that this penalty was a big penalty for him, which I I, I did. Obviously, for goalkeepers, they have certain moments in games as opposed to like a whole 90 minutes they're they're determined upon like it's seconds yeah. um so it was glad it was good to see that allison like you know and he made some really good saves in that game in fairness he, he so was. um 
and he wasn't called upon that much, so his concentration levels were great too. So it was nice for him to keep a clean sheet. And, and when you think about it as well, having Kepa as the most expensive keeper really took the pressure off Allison all of a sudden. Yeah, he do, he is. Kepa may be the most expensive, but I've, I've said it before. Allison is the best keeper in the world oh. for me, yeah. hands yeah. down. So. Well, as we had this discussion before, I said, I, I don't know if he's the best in the world, but he's certainly in the top three, for sure. Well, for me, he's the best. For sure. He's just he's just unreal, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's saying something, considering that uh, Ederson at Man United ain't no slouch. Isn't it odd that when you're talking about Brazil's best players that we're talking about two goalkeepers? Isn't that, we- <laughs> isn't, isn't that weird? <laughs> Do we, live, we live in weird times <laughs> if we're talking about... Do you see two? Do you see Brazil's players? They're fantastic. Who are they? The goalkeeper and the sub goalkeeper. <laughs> it's fucking. It's so strange. Oh man, it's so it's so true, isn't it? It's so it's true. Um, what did you think of the the the? Say that's all the matches kind of done with now. Anyway, yeah. What did you think of the Brighton flying heel kick? <laughs> Oh, the Basuma one. <laughs> the Basuma one. Here, look, if you, if you can get away with it. You know, you know my, my stance. Well, that's true. My stance is like, if you can get away with it, fucking do it. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> what the fuck was, what was he thinking? Has he been watching the new Netflix uh, uh, remake of The Cratty Kid? <laughs> Just on a side note, have you watched that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so no, it's so bad. It's so no, good. Yeah, it's like so eighties cheese. It's fantastic. Uh, oh lord, it's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's what it looked like. So fair play to him. Well done. <laughs> right. right um, so we're at this part of the pod where we preview next week's matches. Oh, wonderful. Are you ready to rock? I am ready to rock and roll. <laughs> I have the laptop open here in front of me. I'm going to put our scores down. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Brighton Man U, Rob. How do you think it's going to go? Brighton v Man U. I know how you want it to go, but how do you think it will go? Lord, I'm not going to go for a bounce back. I'm going to go for Brighton. Um, yeah, I am. I'm going to go for Brighton and I'm going to, like the way United played against Crystal Palace. If you can't if you can't raise it up at home when there's no fans on top of your back, uh, how they're going to go down south to Brighton and, and do it? I I would go with ooh, I would go in early like a I'll go with a two one Brighton. Ooh, big call there. Yeah, big yeah. call. Um, I can't disagree with anything you said there. I don't see uh, Man United having the backbone, and I've seen an uh, an article there, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer saying that. He doesn't owe any of the players who aren't performing game time, you know. So the fighting is in it. Yeah. Saying that, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a two-one United win. Okay. Um, All right. Just because I think they have better players, but it breaks my heart to say that. <laughs> it really does because I want uh, right well, to win. Well, I predicted. I predicted last week. I predicted United to beat Palace, but they were fucking shocking. Oh, so man, so bad. I, how, how bad? How bad was Fernandez and how bad was Pogba? I, that that was the disappointing thing. Because guess what? He's in me fucking team. <laughs> maybe maybe you should start. You should change your um, fantasy team to all United players, and that way they get relegated. <laughs> oh, my team is too so fucking bad. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's the next game? Uh, West Brom, Chelsea. Uh, okay. Oh, Chelsea. I have to go Chelsea. 
I'd have yeah. to go Chelsea, and I'm going to go like I I think it'll be like three nil. I think it'll be like three three nil, three one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Wait, what, what are you going to say? Three one. I'm going to go three one only because I don't know if Kepa's going to play. So, <laughs> Kepa plays. Um, there's going to be a chance they're going to concede a goal, uh, but I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win. Alright, I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. Oh, okay. What? I'm completely out on a limb. I'm going to say Chelsea win, and I'm going to say five nil. Oh, okay. I love those big score predictions. Yeah, I just, I honestly think West Brom are that poor. Okay. <laughs> really like do. Uh, Sheffield versus Leeds, kind of a local derby. Yeah, it's the Yorkshire derby, isn't it? Mm. Um, they did an interview with Liam Cooper um, earlier on. They, that's, a, that's a really, not say nasty derby, but I didn't realise how intense that derby is. It wouldn't um, be the friendliest of rivalries, no. No. Uh, so it's Sheffield at home. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go with Leeds. I I'm going to have to bow to your your judgment at the start of the, the the first episode where you said Sheffield are in trouble. They're in trouble, and Leeds just play. We just want them abandoned. They just want to fucking <laughs> the score goals. Whatever they, the, whatever the other team does, they, they can do. But we're just going to score goals. So I'm going to go with Leeds definitely. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for. A, I'm going to go for a fucking. Three two, you're going over three two. I'm going over three two. Leeds will not keep a clean sheet. No. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go um, three one on this one. I don't. Yeah. I don't see um, two Sheffield Leeds. scoring. Yeah. yeah, to Leeds. Yeah, I don't see Sheffield going to score too many. So, mm. so that's where I'm going to go with that. Um, next one is uh, Man City and Leicester. City at home, yeah. You're at home, yeah. Is, is Homer is Homer away? Like, is that a thing anymore with no fans in the stadium? I don't know. It's hard to call, isn't it? It's it just, is. It's just a, a pitch, isn't it? So I'm going to go three three. You're going to go wow three three. I'm going to three. I I can't see Vardy and his, his fucking just never end. He's a never ending story. He just he doesn't stop. So I would go with Vardy and Leicester three three. It's going to be goals galore. It's going to be a spectacle. It's going to be shite defending. Um, it's going to be Pep Guardiola like pulling the the last bits of hair out of his skull um, at Nathan Ake and John Stones. Oh my god! So yeah, Nathan Ake and John Stones nearly a hundred million euros worth of defender. Yeah, and not one of them an English. Def- not one of them an English international defender. And not one of them squad. would make it into your uh, yeah. your dream team. Oh, hi. oh, Jesus, no, not one Man City defender would make it into me fucking dream team. And I know um, what I'm talking about. <laughs> as we proved last week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 2 nil City. Okay. I'm going to okay. go 2-0 City. Clean sheet. It's a, it's a big call, but there you go. I gave it anyway. It doesn't really matter. We're going to be at least 50% wrong on these. So. <laughs> <laughs> fucking they're good odds. <laughs> right, and what I think is possibly the worst game... Fulham Villa. Oh, are Aston Villa playing the shittest games at the start of the season? Like it, it, it would appear to be, wouldn't it? Aston Villa, Fulham Villa at home, one nil Villa. You're gonna go one. You're gonna go Villa. Yeah, just Christ Almighty. Even the jerseys <laughs> are disgusting. Yeah. I, I, look, do you know what? I'm, on that oh. Yeah, I just thought it'll probably be twenty-two nil or something like that. But you know, Aston Villa, Fulham, Jesus. 
Right. Um, next one is interesting. I think this one's a bit harder to call. Palace, mm-hmm. Everton. Yeah, I agree. That is hard to call. Mm. Palace. I don't think okay. There's no point saying home or away anymore. Um, so Palace just won three one. Everton are on some sort of weird kind of trip where they're Backward. just winning. Backwards, yeah. universal. <laughs> what, what did it, what did they call that in um, in Stranger Things? The upside down or something? The up, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good lord! Everton, Angelotti, Hodgson, old white men. We think. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Everton. Oh fuck no! I'm not gonna go with Everton. I'm gonna go with Palace. Um, Jordan Pickford's in goals. He's only got tiny arms. Uh, he. <laughs> He literally threw the ball into his own net in, in the League Cup during the week. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with... I'm, yeah, fuck, I'm going to go with Palace. I just can't say Everton are going to win. I can't. So what? Score? I will go with... I will go with 4-2. Ooh. Yeah. Will see Zaha is going to be on the mark. Yeah, you hope. Um, I'm going to go 2-2 on this one because I think okay. both will... Exactly, that's uh, what I was thinking too. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I. I Calvert Lewin. I think he'll get a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I go. I'll go two two on that. Uh, another shite show. Burnley Southampton. Uh, I would go Southampton. They're playing away. They're playing as I said. Hugging home in a way is not the same yeah. thing. But for Southampton, it seems to be. So I will definitely go with Southampton. I will see Danny Ings getting on the score sheet. I will go with. I'll go with two nil. Um, Southampton. Very good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for a home win, a one nil win on this one. Okay. And uh, just to be different, I actually uh, don't care about. <laughs> it's sort you of must, a non-event for me. You, you must, you must send me a text to remind me to watch this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting stuff. Riveting stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a one nil Burnley on that one. I think. Um, Although Southampton are probably going to have a bollocking. No, I'm going to go one nil Burnley. It's <laughs> going back and forth. I love it. <laughs> um, Spurs, Newcastle. Spurs. Yeah. Straight away, Spurs. I will go Spurs. I will go three one. Spurs. Yeah. One Spurs. Uh, I'm going to go three nil Spurs. Oh yeah. Because um, I just don't think Newcastle can score a goal. Uh, I, well, yeah, I agree, absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, the next uh, next game, um, I can already predict your result. It'll be uh, it's West Ham Wolves. I'm going to say you're going to predict Wolves <laughs> to win this one. Yes, I am going to predict Wolves to win that one, even though I have two West Ham players. <laughs> Quick, get them out! <laughs> you really were buying that team on a budget, weren't you? Good lord, I was trying to save some money. There's hard times. Um, wolves, wolves, uh, wolves, 3 0. Wolves, yeah, yeah, 3 0. Oh, hold on, yeah. Uh, and I, I would love, I would love Jimenez is not going to be there. He is a champion, he's a Champions League player. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be moving. Do you know who else won't be playing either? Jota, because he moved to Liverpool. <laughs> How true. Oh, very smart. Very, very droll, Dave. Very droll. Yeah, um, I'm going to go 2-0 on this one to Wolves. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see any other result other than that happening. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Next game, biggest game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. 
The pool versus the Gooners. The Gooners and the pools. Yeah. No, Liverpool. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a question. It was just by how much. <laughs> it's like it's like in Germany. It's not. It's not who's going to win uh, the Bundesliga. It's when when Bayern Munich are going to win the, the Bundesliga. Uh, I would go Liverpool. Absolutely, I would go. I can see them. Okay. Yeah, they, they can see the goal. I can see it being. 4-1 Liverpool. 4-1. <laughs> Liverpool do seem to like playing against Arsenal recently. Yeah. Um, so. And I, Look, I think Arsenal will improve on last year. I don't know if mm-hmm. they're there yet. So, they, you know, there's always the there's always the potential of an upset. But um, I'm going to go for 3-1 Liverpool. Yeah. Yep. So, I think... Um, I think that's about fair. I mean, it could yeah. be completely wrong, but I think... On current form and that, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Arsenal. I just think the Liverpool team is a more settled, more stable unit and yeah, just capable of a lot more than Arsenal are. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, Rob. Anything else there that you want to have a quick chat about before we end up? I just want to. I just want to for everyone out there that thinks Luis Suarez cheated on his um, Italian citizenship exam. Um, <laughs> Luis Suarez has never shown in the history of his behaviour that he is anything other than a cheat. So he probably did. <laughs> but like, see, what I don't understand is when he really wants to do something, he can sink his teeth into it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, I mean, air clap. That was fantastic. Uh, do you know what the, Lovely. The Italian authorities are investigating the college, but do you know what the college in Italy is called? Uh Collage de Luis Suarez. <laughs> no, it's called the College for Foreigners. <laughs> I mean, you just, I mean, you just got to love the Italians. That you translation just know is fantastic. That that's a big fat guy with a string vest, smoking a fag, just taking checks and handing out certificates. <laughs> so, what they said was um, that he, because his, he had a proposed move to Juventus, that uh, they had his grade and everything predicted beforehand before he took the actual test so they're investigating the college for foreigners um right. even though he's even though he's now signed for atletico madrid and joined up to be the biggest shithouse team ever <laughs> so with costa and fucking simeone Jesus. i i had a thought or uh, last night when i seen the the luis suarez um departing thing uh, when he was departing but you sent me a text message today <laughs> And it was the best text messages I've seen in a long time. And it just <laughs> yeah. said, uh, I can't remember what the gist of it is. I'm just looking back for it here. It said, uh, uh, the breakup of Messi and Suarez is nearly as bad as Ross and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fucking, so I mean, it's no, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, the, these public statements that we're putting out. I love you, my friend. You're not fucking dying. You've got, he's literally moving to a different club in the same country as you. You're billionaires. I'm sure you can fucking meet up and like, oh God, I was sick of it. Sick of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, my heart bleeds for you, you multi-millionaire bastard. Yeah, like uh, I, I've never, we never, oh, your, our team, the way they treated you was awful. We were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, and then you have Neymar and that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what, and then you have obviously Mbappe with, with a, uh, with talks of um, next year, which are which are going to be interesting, which you initiated ages yeah. ago. I think it was more of a wet dream that you had. 
No, um, I, I think that if if it's going to happen, it's because of me. I'm com- I'm coming around to the fact that it's not impossible. Look, that's all. That's so, all I want. Yeah. I sent you, I sent you a picture today of Kylian Mbappe in a Liverpool jersey. You did, and he looks really good in it. Fair enough. <laughs> it's a really red suit. It's a really nice jersey, actually. I will. I want to say oh. one more thing. Did you? Because uh, I I sent something in the WhatsApp group about um, Premiership clubs paying uh, EFL EFL clubs that are in trouble in order to keep them. So like Liverpool trying to bail out Tranmere. Uh, United trying to bail out um, like clubs in that region. I can't think of them right now. I don't. Uh, all, agree. All I, I, don't I don't agree with it. I really, I really, I really don't. I don't think it's the Premier. It's not the individual clubs' places. Maybe the Premier League could help out. Um, maybe the maybe the clubs can do something. You know, in small ways to help. Or something, you do you not think that like a, a city or a Man City, a Liverpool too, because Liverpool are rich, but a Man City especially. Because uh, we know how much money they have, their owner has, uh, which is endless. That they should be helping out um, teams in the area to keep them to keep them afloat and at least keep them afloat in like League One or League Two and stuff. But like, at what point do you draw a line? And do you, do you know what I mean? Like, how much how much do you need? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something right now. This was uh, a proposition from the Conservative Tory Party massive right-wing uh, Tory party that said uh, the Premiership need to help, help out the other leagues. You're going against the right-wing Tory Conservative. Shock horror. Which, I mean, uh, have they seen their uh, manifesto recently? <laughs> they're, they're basically saying shared wealth. That's what they're saying. Well, which a, is, a, Tor- uh, a Tory is saying uh, share, uh, share your wealth and not mine. That's what they're saying. That's yeah, exactly. Well, that's all you know, very good. Very do you know good. what I mean? He's yeah. saying that it's up to you to fucking save them, not up to the country. Well, that's exactly what he's saying. You know, but uh, I just think it's an interesting. Um, it'd be like, yeah, yeah. It, it, you don't want to see clubs. I mean, you don't want to just see fucking oil nation clubs and 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 oligarch clubs and billionaire clubs just playing like eight games a season because they're the richest clubs and they survived the whole yeah. thing. You know, no, and... don't get me wrong. You want to see, um, you want to see teams being promoted and all that. Yeah. Um, but look, the other side of it is, I mean, the English football league is what four divisions. I mean, okay, I know there's it's a big, big country with lots of people, but you know, at what point do you stop giving a crap about football? I mean, from someone who's outside of England, you know, I don't, I don't really look at the Premier League. Okay, I keep a half an eye on Coventry City, but that's about it. You know, so I I don't know. Look, I would like to think that they would help, but unfortunately, experience has taught me that money talks and bullshit walks. So yeah, well, I I don't I don't think they should be put under the um pressure to to pay off. Yeah, other clubs it should be down to the government. Um, but certainly not by a fucking Tory government anyway. Fuck no. No, no fucking gobshits. Have we covered everything? I think we've covered everything, Rob. I really do. Um, okay. We'll get another uh, episode up next week. Uh, we'll get this one up. I'll try and get it done tonight. And uh, I think we're good. All right.